This is the Thursday, September 2nd edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. A slew of football options on this college football Thursday. We'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I am Doug Kazarian alongside Joe Fortenbaugh. We've had a lot of fun this week, Joe. I complimented you earlier in the week on the pod, but... You took it to another level, calling out the bear. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of that is uh, in good fun, obviously, because it seemed like last week, everyone we brought on bet, ESPN's digital show, picked Nebraska. And, and, and our producer made me go first every time so that these people could crap all over my pick when I was taking Illinois. So Bear crapped all over me. Greg McElroy crapped all over me. Tyler crapped all over me. So that game meant a lot to me. So to be able to win that game, I figured I'd take a shot at Bear before the tides turned. Because as you and I both know, Bear is excellent when it comes to college football. So when it comes to the long game, I'm probably in some trouble. But I figure I'd fire a shot across his bow early in the season. Yeah, he's got the claws for a reason. So you got to be careful. <laughs> but no. Uh, so look, last night we got a little appetizer, FBS, FCS. Jacksonville State did not get there uh, with the points. They got shut out. But I will say we have a lot of games today. You know, my favorite game is just keeps coming down. I've been on ECU for a while. Aylers and company are all the seniors, and it's their season. I think App State's overrated, but this number's come down through 10. It's out nine, eight and a half. I'd go smaller unit on that. Obviously, nothing less than this. I actually think they're a live dog, as crazy as that sounds. They are a flair for the dramatic, for sure, especially Aylers. But, um, I'm going to still grab the points here. I think App State's a little overrated. They have Chase Bryce as the new quarterback there. You might remember him from Clemson when yeah. he had to go into emergency. But then he, most recently he had transferred to Duke, and now he's transferring to App State to play for the Mountaineers. So I'll grab the points over one score. So I like him, but just you know, tread lightly now that the numbers come down. Yeah, I can verify that you've been hooting and hollering about this at plus 10 for a while. And that's one of the – I'm not going to say downside, but to, to peek behind the curtain for the listeners a little bit, when we do a daily pod or when we do a show at 6 p.m. Eastern every day, we're going to go with the lines that are, that are live, the lines that are active at that moment. And sometimes that's going to hurt us when you have a situation where you've been talking about this game forever, but now we finally get a chance to talk and the numbers come down. So to back you up on that, you've been all over it for a while um, and I, I'm telling you on it. I'm telling you on a few. I know that you'll mention later as well because you've been so adamant about them. I'll go to a bigger game, Big Ten Showdown, Minnesota and Ohio State. Total's been plummeting like a stone in a lake. Uh, 62 and a half, 63 right now, open around 65. I'll still play the under in this matchup. A little bit of rain in the forecast. That could pass. Just file it away in the back of your mind. Ohio State breaking in a new quarterback in C.J. Stroud. On the road, conference play, so you could have some hiccups early. But the two key handicaps here for the under are, one, P.J. Fleck, the head coach at Minnesota, loves to run the football. Even when they had a terrible season last year, they were still fourth in the Big Ten in rushing. He wants to run the ball. That can grind the clock. That can keep the ball away from Ohio State and their offense. That's number one. Number two, if Ohio State's playing well in this game, remember that they have Oregon on deck next week. They're going to have 10 days to get ready for the game, or nine days, excuse me, to get ready for the Ducks. But how much do you want to put on tape, and how much risk do you want to take late in the game with your starters if you have a comfortable lead? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But either way, we saw this with UCLA and Hawaii last week where UCLA really throttled back in the second half when they had a nice lead because they got LSU on deck. 
That could happen here as well. Also note that this moved off 14 this morning. Buckeyes were laying 14. It has come down to 13 and a half. There is some Minnesota money hitting the market, but I'll play the under here. I'm, I'm, there's still some 63s, but if it's a 62 and a half, I'm on that as well. All right, good stuff there. I uh, have another play. This one sort of surfaced late. It's NC State. The number's getting up there. It's 19 and a half, I believe, if not 19. It was eight, 18 earlier in the week. Oh, boy, where do I start with this one? Um, <laughs> you know, this should be a beatdown. There's a lot to like with this NC State team. They're getting their quarterback back who was injured, and he missed some games. But really, it's a bet against South Florida. South Florida went like 1-8 and eight last year. The only win they had was against Citadel. They were atrocious defensively, gave up about 40 points plus per game. And I think they're going to figure things out. They got some transfers, but I don't think it's going to happen overnight in week one. Might have to sweat a little bit. I think it's about a 23, 24 point win, but I think we get there. I agree with this. I played this one as well. I think NC State is an undervalued team in their conference. All the talk about North Carolina in the state of North Carolina, NC State could go over their win total. It's, it's a tough schedule, but they've got a real high upside offense, real high upside. And that defense has potential, but sometimes they have these mental lapses that kill them. So, th so tonight, I love the cap going against South Florida. They've been awful, but I think you have an opportunity with NC State as well. They're better than people are giving them credit for. I'll fire on a total as well in the state of Florida, UCF and Boise State. I'm going against the move. It came down to 67 and a half this morning. I'm going to play the over two new head coaches here. So you have to be careful with how you approach this game, but look at the offensive coordinators and look at their history. Let's start with Andy Avalos, the head coach at Boise who just took over. He brought in Tim Plow from UC Davis. Plow ran one of the fastest offenses in the country at UC Davis. He wants to play up tempo. He wants to score a ton of points on the UCF side. Former Auburn coach Gus Malzahn took over he brought in G.J. Kinney as his offensive coordinator. Kinney was at Hawaii last year and ran one of the faster offenses in terms of tempo in the country as well. So you've got two very fast-paced teams getting together in this matchup. You've got a UCF team that hung 42 points per game last season, and quarterback Dylan Gabriel is back. A lot of experience, 23 games under his belt. I'm going to play the over here, 67.5, Boise State, UCF. Uh, I have another play. I, I buried the lead a little bit. I think this might be my biggest play of the night. Ooh. We're going team total, first okay. half, first half. Uh, and if not, come over the top, second half. It's Tennessee. We know the, what the narrative is, right? They lost a bunch of guys via the transfer, total rebuild. Josh they Heifel suck. Comes in. That's, the narrative is that they suck. Yeah, they so do. I'm interested to hear this. But you know who they're playing is Bowling Green. And <laughs> Bowling Green is awful, especially defensively. One of the worst in the country all of last year. I mean, just got ripped apart by the max so i'm going team total first half you got hypo coming in look he wants to kind of invigorate his team his team knows what the press clippings are saying his team knows what the expectations are and he wants to kind of get the boosters and the skeptics on his side i think he's going to open up a can on bowling green i like the first half over but i also like the game and previous stop ucf they never slowed things down the fourth they run their system and i know a lot of sharp guys are on the over and they're like, well, if I can just get a touchdown out of Bowling Green, I'm like, well, why don't you just play the team total for Tennessee? Because that's what the handicap is. Tennessee, not holding the thing back. They should get to 50. The over team total is 48. First half is 27 and a half. I'm betting both. I like it. I like it. You were laying that one out earlier in the week, too. And you're right with Hypel. He's coming over from what? UCF? Yes. UCF, as we just mentioned, 42 points per game. The guy knows how to coach offense. I'm going to go deep, deep into college football for the final play. 
incarnate word, the Cardinals are catching six and a half at Youngstown State. Mm. I'm going to give you a, a red alert advisory here right off the top. This game is not for the faint of heart. If you have blood pressure issues, heart issues, you're not going to want to bet this game because Incarnate Word is an absolute roller coaster. They played a six-game spring season in which they gave up 41.8 points per game. Their defense is not good. But the upside is that in that same six-game spring season, they scored 42 points per game. They have a fantastic offense. Quarterback Cam Ward in those six games averaged 376 passing yards and four touchdowns per game. These guys have the edge on every offensive position, quarterback, receiver, running back, and O-line. Youngstown State right now hasn't even announced, as of this recording, who's going to start a quarterback. It's either the senior, Joe Craycraft, or the redshirt freshman, Demetria Crenshaw. Either way, we don't know as of yet, but there's going to be – if you're going to – if you haven't decided on your quarterback yet and you're going to be getting into a shootout, I think there's an edge there for word. Now, the problem is that Youngstown State can play some defense. They are experienced there. And uh, at the same time, you know, they're going against a horrible defense and incarnate word. So I'm, I'm seeing shootout totals just over 60. I'd play the over as well. I think it's sitting 61, but take the six and a half with incarnate word. That offense is fantastic. Whoa, that is deep. I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> leaning UNLV plus one against Eastern Washington, but. Oh, boy. By the way, how bad can Wagner be? They're catching 43 and a half against Buffalo, a thin <laughs> Buffalo roster. Just right? saying. How bad Wagner can Wagner has be? to be awful. They lost Buffalo lost its entire coaching staff to Kansas. Yeah. They lost 10 players to the transfer portal. They got such a late start to the season and they're laying 43. That's insane. <laughs> uh, real quick, WNBA. At some point, the Storm are going to turn things around. They've lost three straight. They're laying a dozen at home against the Liberty, who I think are weak. Storm could this could be a get right game, but I just kind of they never seem to cover double digits at home. So I'm holding off, but just don't don't grab those 12 points just yet. They've had a few days to regroup. Links, keep an eye on this one. Sylvia Fowles, questionable. If she plays, you got to grab that six and a half. I think they should win that game over the Sparks by double digits. They still might. They're that good and that polished, and they are on they are on a mission this year. The Sparks, not so much, although Wheeler's my like favorite player in WMA. She's a Chris Paul uh, of the WMA, so I hate betting against her, but the Sparks, not that good. All right, that's going to do it. it. Love it that you found a way to slide that in at the yeah, end. Yeah, hey, even, I don't care. Even what, with football, football starting. We got WMA. <laughs> Come on. Even with football starting, you will not turn your back on the beloved WNBA. I'm joining some roundtables, by the way, on ESPN.com. I'm going to participate in that. All right, my nice. man, I got to roll. You got to roll. Thanks to everyone for listening. Best of luck on a busy football night, and we'll see you back here tomorrow and tonight, 6 Eastern on ESPN News. 